Yo, what's good? This is hard with Seek for Sports Talk, man. I am about to favorite before I hear anything you guys do. Medicine remixed. I love the concept mixing health and hip hop. Doctors, y'all sounds ill to me. Looking forward to what you guys are bringing to the table, man. Thanks for favoriting the station. I would definitely be tuning in. I'm a huge hip hop head, love music. So, definitely gonna be tuning in to what y'all are doing man hey thanks again catch you guys soon go biggest piece of medicine they need remix. medicine remix good old docs over there at med remix the best station on anchor you guys are doing amazingly and you do some of the best stuff out there and uh well no you know what the best stuff out there frankly there's no one else really doing what you guys are doing in general on the internet shout out to the medicine remix shout out to uh medicine remix who put me on to anchor hi this is my first call and i want to say how much i love medicine remix i love all the music you guys select and sample and how you keep medicine interesting you know i really just want to show my gratitude for what you put out on the medicine remix show because every time that i listen to it i just get so impressed i really appreciate you guys put me in your uh, little intro that is awesome i am very appreciative of that because uh you are my favorite anchor station thanks a lot guys love your channel keep doing what you're doing i'm loving it and uh yeah just really appreciate the content what else can i say Support for today's Medicine Remake show comes from Plan A Plus, an emergency contraceptive for people whose Plan A is Plan B. Plan A Plus, available wherever bad ideas are sold. Now back to remixing real medicine on Medicine Remixed, only on Anchor. What's going down, Anchor Town? It's Reesh, it's Wednesday, and... If you've been following the station for the past few weeks, you know that Wednesday is Wonder Woman Wednesday here on Medicine Remixed, our weekly women's health segment. And we're going to get into some segments with our women's health consultants here on Medicine Remixed, Dr. Rama, a little bit later. And last week we talked about HPV and cervical cancer using Ali Wong's Netflix special, Baby Cobra, as the jump off. And this week, well, we're gonna be talking about jeans and boobs. But the jeans you wear on the inside, you know what I mean? And exactly the boobs you were thinking about. Um, we're gonna be talking about the most common cancer in adult women, breast cancer, which is also the second most common cause of death after heart disease. And as far as genes, we're gonna be talking about genetic testing for breast cancer. So actually, a few years ago, in 2013, actress Angelina Jolie made headlines after having a preventative breast surgery known as a prophylactic double mastectomy, which means cutting each of her breasts off to prevent breast cancer. No breast, no cancer, right? But of course she made this decision after she learned that she had an 87% risk or chance of developing breast cancer after she had genetic testing done, which showed a defective BRCA1 gene, 
which along with BRCA2 are the two genes implicated in early onset breast and ovarian cancer. And so Angelina Jolie's mom's side of the family had a pretty significant history of both breast and ovarian cancer, which obviously warranted genetic testing for her in order to see if she had the BRCA mutation, which in fact she did. And actually her mother, actress Marceline Bertrand, had uh, breast cancer and ovarian cancer and subsequently died from uh, ovarian cancer. Her grandmother also died from ovarian cancer and uh, her aunt, who had the same BRCA1 mutation, died from breast cancer just a few months after Angelina Jolie had her surgery. So, you know, pretty, pretty heavy stuff. But, uh, you know, Angelina Jolie, just an incredible, incredible story. You know, after the surgery, she wound up having reconstructive breast surgery involving implants. But uh, the battle didn't just end there. You know, two years later, in March 2015, Another round of genetic testing found that Jolie had a 50% chance, so basically a flip of a coin, of developing ovarian cancer from the same genetic defect. So, instead of playing Russian roulette with her life, she had another preventative operation to remove her ovaries, a surgery known in the gynecology-oncology world as a prophylactic ophorectomy. And she really, you know, did wonders for the women's health world as far as sharing her story. You know, she did an op-ed that was published by the New York Times with the aim of raising awareness about breast cancer and genetic testing so other women can, you know, uh, basically make an informed decision um, or choice about their health. And we were just talking about this idea of influence on the station yesterday. So we really salute Angelina Jolie for using her influence to do the right thing and raise awareness and ultimately save lives. So next up, you're going to hear a conversation between me, Dee, and Shrub River, who I told you all about. She's going to be rejoining the Medicine Remake squad soon. But this conversation was from back in 2013, shortly after Angelina Jolie made headlines with her decision to remove her breasts to prevent breast cancer. So another blast from the past that we're going to use as a jump off to talk about this hugely important topic in the world of women's health. So I'm going to see you on the other side of that. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor. Have you been stunned by the reaction to this, and are there parts of it that are worrisome to you? You never know what a reaction is. You, you have to just make the choices you make in life. I made the choices I made because I believe they were right for me. If people don't know, Angelina Jolie had a double mastectomy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So had both breasts removed because, correct me if I'm wrong, she didn't have breast cancer, right? No, she didn't. No, this was what they call a prophylactic okay. mastectomy, right? Which so, means in order to prevent you know, a disease process from... If you from, don't have a breast, you're not going to get exactly. breast cancer. Right, yeah. right. which but sounds like a crazy idea. It does, and, and the fact that it was all... I don't know about all, or that's not fair to say, but a huge part of her the decision was the fact that she had genetic testing mm-hmm. to, fi- to find out whether or not she had... One particular gene mutation called the BRCA1, BRCA2. BRCA1 and BRCA2. And she did. Right. And then decided to have prophylactic surgery to prevent any sort of 
horribleness later. Right, right. And which is kind of was kind of crazy because she's beautiful and you know her body was part of her yeah, package, yeah. you know. And to have that procedure done where it could sacrifice that image uh, was was a big deal just in the in the visual sense, you mm-hmm. know, and not even so much the scientific sense. But then when people started talking about this BRCA1, BRCA2 right. thing, the interesting thing was, uh, and, and actually somebody sent me an email about it asking like, oh, who should get tested for it? And, mm-hmm. and number one, I think it's important, what is it, less than 1% of women have that mutation. Right. And just because you have that mutation... Doesn't mean you're going to get breast cancer. Doesn't mean you're going to get breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And the only women with that uh, mutation that should be getting it are ones who either already have breast cancer right. or who have a strong family history mm-hmm. of it. Meaning there's a good chance that you're going to get it just based on your family history. Right. But mm-hmm. if you have this gene that dramatically increases the chances it's right. going to be badness. So not only the, the gene itself doesn't guarantee you're going to get cancer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Less than 1% of women have it. Mm-hmm. And even if you test positive for it unless you already have breast cancer Mm -hmm. because the likelihood is if you get treated for the breast cancer Mm -hmm. and you have that gene mutation high probability of you getting breast cancer again right if they don't remove the breast so they just remove it but on top of that if you don't have a family history of it right right you shouldn't but in this sort of society where if you have the money to get tested for something right right people are doing it sure yeah and the the family history thing is interesting because i think ashkenazi jewish women yeah they have a higher they have yeah it's they're more susceptible to it for whatever reason and it is prevalent within their families Mm -hmm. um so they're definitely a segment of the population that you know testing would sort of make more sense in their case again Mm -hmm. it you know there's a whole bunch of factors that go into it Mm -hmm. but uh definitely ashkenazi jews are are one of those segments that they just have a lot of things going on with them yeah and like and like stuff like that but the reason i'm I'm bringing that up it's interesting because they're synagogues i think there's like a synagogue in the city that a while ago that the times like uh covered this story about they have like genetic registries basically uh for the purpose of like when you're trying to get married Mm. and you know you're doing the whole like you know she said uh like that's a good thing And I, I mean, was thinking no, like that's how, fucking awful. I'm more man. like it's like it's like a match.com yeah, based on jeans. Yeah, how crazy is that? That's like that's it's, it's a little creepy. That's yeah. on some other shit, that's right? Creeper Street, man. But but yeah, I think that's um, that that's that's pretty interesting that things like that exist. It's smart because I mean the way jeans so, work. Yeah, if you're a carrier, right. meaning you have one piece of the puzzle to, to, to create this disease yeah and if you happen to marry somebody that has that other piece right then, then you're fucking your kid yeah you and, know, and you know information and especially the ability to like prevent sure situations sure. you know from that's happening scary, whole, like, minority that's, report yeah, yeah, yeah exactly type shit The thing that has freaked me out is this whole bracket one, bracket two thing. Is uh, what, what's the name of the company? I think it's like Myriad Genetics. Myriad is Genetics. the company that what do they own the patents to? So they ah. discovered the sequence, right? So basically, what they found is in the ingredients to make up a human, the genetic code. They found that if one of the ingredients is fucked up, that it can increase the chance of you getting breast cancer. And that ingredient was that BRCA1 gene. Right. And because they found it and found out what it does, 
they were able to get a patent on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, the United States government has agreed that they own that information. That, uh-huh. I can't even wrap my head it's around bizarre. how ridiculous. It's yeah. So there's a lot of controversy. That is. Fuck the controversy. Yeah. There's like lawsuits happening. Oh now. yeah. This this idea of of owning that gene. Here's the thing that that is interesting is that they owned the rights to it for a long time, but never enforced the copyright. Mm-hmm. When they weren't enforcing their copyright laws, the test was two hundred dollars mm-hmm. right. to get tested for mm-hmm. this. The second they said, oh, no, fuck that. We own that. You can't be testing for it. Right. The test is now $3,000. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. So women who want the test have to pay 3000 But here's the scary part. They're the only ones who can do the testing. So they can charge whatever they want. Mm. If yeah. anybody is found they're, testing they're like for this gene, they can sue you. shit going on. Yeah. Well, so like, now here's the thing. Means. Here's the interesting thing. So you say you get diagnosed and you want a second opinion. You can't even get one. You yeah. can't even go to a... Wow. Yeah, you can't even get one. You can't even be tested again by somebody else. The the argument has always been, if something occurs naturally in nature, you can't patent it. We can't go patent honey and be like, nah, fuck that. We discovered it. And anybody who uses honey, pay up. Yeah. Because it's a naturally occurring process. Mm -hmm. So how do you argue against the fact that a mutation in the human genome is not a natural process? Here's the thing. They're using the model that Monsanto has been using. Uh, So Monsanto is the soybean company that has genetically modified a crop. Ah. And the problem is, is that the pollen from these crops are cross-pollinating with other people's farms. Got it. Because you can't stop the bee from taking the pollen. Yeah, no. And then they go test that crop and then they sue the shit out of those farmers saying you're growing our crop. And they're like, well, how would we even know that? So they're using that as, as a model it for... Is, it is the most ridiculous loophole ever. Oh, it's it's You're completely sad. subverting nature's oh, yeah. Yeah. normal process right. to, yeah. to, to make a box. And the argument has been, you know what? This idea that, oh, if you if you strike down this, this copyright, that it's going to now alter people's motives to study disease and do all this shit. And that's what they're saying. That's what the company's saying. Yeah. And, and a guy, uh, some famous scientist came out recently and said, you know what? You're full of shit because if you guys hadn't pursued this for monetary values, some right. university... Yeah. Being funded by the government would have come up with it, exactly. and fuck, it would have been public domain, and you wouldn't be able to charge three thousand right. dollars for it. So shut up! You didn't do us any favors. Yeah, this is a race that everybody was participating in. Right, you happened to do it first, and now you're exploiting it. Yeah, that's some fucked up shit, yeah. man. What was that thing you were telling me about with the polio vaccine? Oh yeah, so yeah. Uh, Joseph or Jonas Salk, the, the guy who invented uh, the the the, the, the polio like vaccine. Yeah fucking gave it away said oh yeah uh no i don't need to make any money off of this because yeah no this is gonna save millions uh, of exactly. people's lives so what the fuck would i business do i have charging it take it yeah right it's like, how, how do you even live with that that's yeah. like this you don't you like, don't withhold something that. No. that can save lives like that it's sad man it's sad but and the fact that it was 200 bucks and things get cheaper as time goes by and yeah. if anything this right. test is, that test should be 20 dollars now right and it's three thousand. the attention that angelina jolie brought to breast cancer i think mm-hmm. is important you know yeah uh, absolutely important raises a lot of questions yeah. and now sheds light on something that happening for a long oh, long yeah. time but yeah. like only yeah. now is getting the coverage in the media because yeah. you know the power of yeah. celebrity yep. and that's how that platform i think has to be exploited man it has to be used for, for good for good yeah, yeah i mean she wrote that piece in the times, in the times and, and, and i think that was written article yeah a great move on her part to to come out and be honest and yeah. forthcoming and hopefully it inspires you know more awareness in in women and maybe she'll stop buying all those goddamn kids and <laughs> let people pay for somebody's bracket one test. I, I think she uh, stopped for now. For now, for yeah. now, yeah. Jesus. But uh, she, I think she acknowledged it in her article too, right? That it was three thousand dollars for the test. Mm-hmm. I think she might have said that it's yeah. expensive. Yeah, man, that's like uh, public health crime, and uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, there's going to be a, a lot of fucked up shit like that yeah. that's yeah. going to start to surface. Not yet, yeah, 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 because sequencing the genome. Yeah. 
is uh, big business it's now. Big business. Uh, that's craziness. The fact that you can own I, it's, I think. it's the new frontier, man. And why would you want to own that? What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we own the cancer gene. Yeah, yeah. you know that? My family owns that shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. what an asshole. Why yeah. would you want to own there, that? There has to be like an asshole law oh, or something. Man. You know, just like there's the Good Samaritan law. Yeah, it's like, you know. this world would go under. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I say, if not even a law, you just have to wear a button. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Swear buttons, I can see you coming. Yeah. Oh, that guy's got an asshole button. I'm not talking to him. <laughs> What's in the good God, Anchor Squad? <laughs> I'm sorry. Making up nicknames to refer to all y'all listening is just super fun for me, if you haven't realized. So uh, I'm going to keep doing it. Anyway, it's Reesh again. And in case this station just started playing accidentally and you have no idea what the fuck you're listening to, this is Medicine Remixed, where we deconstruct and then reconstruct modern medicine using modern media. And... We just played two throwback Medicine Remix cuts back from 2013. And um, they were essentially regarding Angelina Jolie and her decision to have both of her breasts surgically removed in 2013 and then her ovaries removed in 2015 because she tested positive for a mutation in the BRCA1 gene, which is one of the genes implicated in early onset breast cancer and ovarian cancer and basically her getting this testing done and then talking about it very publicly led to a surge naturally in demand by women for this type of genetic testing and at the time you know around 2011 or 12 um, the US patent office accepted patents on isolated DNA sequences as a composition of matter, which basically meant the company, Myriad Genetics, a Salt Lake City-based molecular diagnostic company that discovered the breast cancer gene, which was a great thing, went on to do a not-so-great thing by leveraging their ownership of the patent and basically proceeded to charge upwards of $3,000 for the test. and had the breast cancer genetics game on lock as basically the only show in town allowed to do the test, which obviously left people who weren't rich and famous like Angelina Jolie unable to get the expensive test, which was sufficiently fucked up enough that the issue eventually got heard in a now landmark Supreme Court case in June of uh, 2013, where it was unanimously ruled that a quote naturally occurring DNA segment is a product of nature and not patent eligible merely because it has been isolated end quote so basically finders keepers um, not gonna fly with the Supreme Court in this context so essentially this invalidated myriad genetics patents on the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes and then this allowed other companies to come into the picture to offer you know, more competitive prices and then, you know, drive the, the price of the testing down somewhat, but it's still fairly expensive from, from what I hear. But uh, next up, you're going to hear from Dr. Rama, who, for those that don't know, is an OBGYN who is currently finishing her fellowship training in reproductive genetics in New York City. So basically, this topic is right up her alley, and uh, she dropped some straight fire 
about breast cancer and the genetics behind it. So stay tuned for some real truth bombs by Dr. Rama coming up next. You're listening to Medicine Remixed only on Anchor. Interestingly enough, there is an act that was put into place. It's called the GINA Act. It's Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act that was put in place in 2008 that basically protects patients from having like health insurances and uh, employers to discriminate you or you know withhold health insurance based on genetic information or genetic testing information that you've had. So that's interesting. It, it actually currently does not apply to disability insurance or um, life insurance. So that's one thing that you know we very commonly counsel patients on is that it, it, it does apply to health insurance and employers, but not disability or um, life insurance. In terms of risk factors for breast cancer, you know, of course, having genetic predisposition like BRCA1, BRCA2, but there are a couple of things that have been shown to increase your risk of breast cancer. One of those things is, interestingly enough, what we call nulliparity, meaning not having had any children. Because uh, during that time of, if you let, if you think about it in terms of a risk-benefit situation, being in a state of um, increased exposure to estrogen has an increased risk towards breast cancer. And when you're pregnant, your progesterone levels are actually very, very high. And so one fundamental rule to, you know, understanding the female body is understanding that there is an intricate interplay in between estrogen and progesterone, the two main types of hormones. And so you don't want too much estrogen and you don't want too much progesterone only. It's a fine balance. So by never having had kids or never having been pregnant, that has been studied to have a um, increased risk towards breast cancer. Also, starting your period at an early age, earlier than average, like earlier than age 12 or 11 has been associated and experiencing menopause late, later than age 51 has been associated with an increased risk of breast cancer as well because if you think about it, you start your period early or you finish your period or go through menopause late, your body has been exposed to that increased state of estrogen for theoretically for a longer amount of time than the average woman. Having had your first childbirth after the age of 35 has been associated with an increased risk of breast cancer because you know you're postponing that childbearing time to a later stage in age and so your body has been exposed to that um, high estrogen low progesterone state for a longer amount of time and then last but not least low fiber high fat diet obesity with obesity you have that increased um, surplus of estrogen circulating <laughs> I know this is can be kind of a depressing topic with all these risk factors genetic predispositions and whatnot but there are some protective factors for breast cancer risk so breastfeeding for more than a year actually has some protective effect um, against breast cancer yes, you made my day 
and then also menopause before age 40 has um, has been seen to be protective for breast cancer. Most breast cancers are not due to a genetic cause. Most breast cancers are due to like a sporadic, you know, multifactorial type of a cause. One big thing that I did want to mention is that, you know, with BRCA1 or BRCA2 mutations, you don't necessarily have to have a bilateral prophylactic mastectomy. The guidelines recommend just increased screening measures. So instead of doing a mammogram once a year, they recommend mammogram or breast MRI every six months. And so you can do both together every six months, or you can actually alternate them so that you're alternating between mammogram and breast MRI every six months. All women above the age of 50 should be having annual mammograms. One last thing is that um, breast implants, they can be placed for multiple different reasons, but having breast implants does not affect your cancer risk. It doesn't increase your risk of breast cancer and it doesn't improve your risk of breast cancer. So that's something important to note. You're listening to Medicine Remixed on Anchor. You made my day. I only drink the finest breast milks. It's 100% Cambodian, yeah? It's the real. <laughs> hey, Medicine Remixed. This is Torsen Kipton from the Be Afraid channel. I basically write and do storytelling and what you were talking about with myriad genetics owning a basic, uh, you know, essential to life, uh, natural component reminded me of a story that I was thinking of writing sci-fi tale where it takes place on a spaceship, uh, a space station and the algae that's used to, uh, turn CO2 back into oxygen is genetically modified and owned by a special interest group that's, uh, you know, politically influencing the law so that they can trap everyone on that station and basically enslave them. So yeah, oxygen as currency, that kind of thing. All sketchy stuff. Anyway, keep doing what you do. Little uh, remix drop. Drop it. Drop it. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know I'm hanging out with someone and they said that they listened to your station and loved it. Just wanted to give you that feedback. I really love everything that you all are doing and saying over there. Keep up the good work. Salute. Oh, I, lo I love that story. What a, what a fantastic story. Dope as fuck. Okay, so I absolutely had to call him because I need to know. Like, doctors, y'all, like, does this actually work? Please tell me it works. Thanks. Uh, this sounds absurd and impossible. Is it? Would love your medical opinion. Thanks. <laughs> Talk to you later. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Only on Anchor. <laughs>